0: my strength in
1: yes by My tongue yes to speak thy brain.
0: keeping us and we ought to thank him every day. thank him every day for his keeping from the gospel as recorded by Saint Luke <coughs> Saint Luke Chap- chapter 10. St. Luke chapter 10, begin reading at verse 30. St. Luke chapter 10, begin with verse 30. These are the words you find, and Jesus answering said A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho Fell among thieves Which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him Departed leaving him half dead By chance there came down a certain priest that way And when he saw him He passed by on the other side Likewise, a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him, passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him, and went to him, (coughs) bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, set him on his own beast and brought him to an inn and took care of him on the morrow when he departed he took out two pence and gave them to the host said unto him take care of him and whatsoever thou spendest more when I come again I will repay thee which now of these three Thinketh thou was a neighbor Unto him That fell among Thieves And it said He that showed mercy on him Then said Jesus Unto him go And do thou Likewise Amen <clears throat> Amen This is not at all a new text preached it many many times but this morning I I want to I want this morning to consider this text and I want to talk about getting back to church getting back to church Us now is this movement to get back to normal. Open up the stores, open up the nail salon, open up the barbershop, open up the beauty salon. Everybody wants to get back to normal. Open up the economy. But what you're not hearing a lot, what you're not really hearing a whole lot of, is opening up the church. And the reason is, rightly understood, the church has never been closed. Are y'all hearing me? The building has been shut down, but the church keeps rolling on. I'm not one of those, my brothers and my sisters, I'm not one of those who is so in with God that God lets me know every move he makes. I'm not one of them. I don't have it like that. But I am one who seeks to hear God. One one who seeks to hear him and try to watch every move that he makes. Even now, even now, in the midst of all of this, I'm studying him. I'm studying and trying to make sure that we don't miss the message in this pandemic. That we, we don't miss that, yeah, what, what God is saying to us right now. The virus that has driven the church out of buildings and into neighborhoods. Let me say it again. The virus has driven the church out of buildings and into neighborhoods. I've been carried, as I watch all of this, I've been carried back to this message that God gave me over 30 years ago. I call it the church on the bypass. I had to go back and revisit this thing. It's a message that speaks to a church that is getting a little too far off its ministry to the poor. It's a message to a church that that, that has getting, getting a little bit too far away from its mission to the broken and the downtrodden. Getting away from its mission to seek and save the lost. In the late 70s, in the late 70s and early 80s, the National Department of Transportation launched a movement that would save American people money and time by changing the way that they travel. The studies had shown them that the American traveler and to show the American traveler that 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 is a better and a more economic way to get from point A to point B. The studies studies reveal that a lot of gas was being burned and a lot of extra time is being wasted as people try to travel through business districts. While people are trying to travel through metropolitan area. So that solution was what we have come to know as the bypass system. Are y'all hearing this? And all over the nation, all over the nation, bypasses began to spring up around most of our major cities. No longer anymore, no longer does the traveler have to deal with inner city traffic that, 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 that takes them through and having to stop red lights and start up again and people wanting to wash their windows. You can get around all of that now. All you do is get on the bypass. Save yourselves time and trouble. But what the highway study did not seem to consider was the number, number of people that live between A and B. Are y'all hearing me? The number of people that live down in the business district that are going to be affected by the bypass. Businesses that would dry up and close because people who used to support them no longer come that way. Are y'all hearing me? Because of the convenience of The bypass. I'm sure that the people whose only objective is getting from point A to point B think that the bypass is one of the greatest innovations in our lifetime. But to those between point A and point B who depended on that steady traffic, who depending on them being down there with them to make that, are y'all hearing me? They had a completely different view of the same bypass. Sometimes my brothers and my sisters, I, I wonder if the church has not torn a page out of the National Department of Transportation book. Are y'all hearing me? I wonder if they haven't torn a page out and have set focus completely on traveling from point A, earth, to point B, heaven. Are y'all hearing me? Sometimes I wonder if we haven't torn a page out and we are only concerned with getting from here to glory. And we're doing it to the demise of those that are perishing in the business district. Let me show it to you, let me show it to you in the text. Jesus has just
1: schooled
0: a young lawyer concerning his responsibility to his neighbor and the young lawyer has posed a question to Jesus. Who is my neighbor? Jesus is answering with a story. and We all know the story, a certain man went down from Jerusalem yeah, to Jericho, and he fell among thieves. They stripped him, beat him up, and left him, get this, half dead. Don't miss that. Not dead. Half dead. And you see, my brothers and sisters, if he's half dead, that means the other half of him is alive. Are y'all hearing me? And the reason I'm saying this is because I have found out that much of how we deal with folk have to do with how we see them. Are y'all hearing me? If we see them as half dead, we treat them one way. But if we see them as half alive, then we treat them another way. And just by chance, the Bible says, Jesus says in his story, a priest... Passed by him, but he passed by on the other side. Are y'all hearing me? Wow. Let me see it another way. He took the bypass. Right. Verse 32 says, a Levite, another church of Israel, came by and he looked at him, but he too passed by on the other side. He took the bypass. Y'all hearing? But a certain Samaritan. As he journeyed, he saw him, first of all. And not only did he see him, he had compassion on him. Verse 34, 35 says that this Samaritan patched him up. Put him on his beast. That means he decide he denied himself a ride so that a wounded man could ride. Denied himself. He took him to an end. Don't miss that. He took his own money. Paid for the man to stay there. He left. Took care of the man. But when he left, he said, take care of him. And when I come back, I'll pay you whatever he owes. Are y'all hearing me now? This is most... Th- 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 There's some more to the story, but this is enough for me to make the point I want to make this morning. This is what I want to get to. When I see these two church officials who easily take the bypass, who easily go around a man in trouble, to keep from getting involved with a man whose life is in danger, who is in desperate need of their attention. Yet when I see that, I don't know what it does for you, but it puts me in check. And it ought to put the whole church in check. It troubles me to see the church seemingly buying into the highway system, the bypass program systems yeah the system of bypass program where it seems that we are only concerned with getting from point a to point b and completely bypass the folk who need us to survive i'm not sure i'm not sure that's not what's going on right now. I'm not sure that that's what we're witnessing right now. I'm not sure that that was the, that, that was not the tangent that we were about to go off on and I hope this turns us around. Churches on every corner and new churches springing up like mushrooms in the summer of spring in the summer and the summer spring. I, I, I wonder, uh, yeah, if this is, What what God is showing us, he's taking us out of here. Yeah, yeah, church is everywhere, but people are still suffering all around us. Too many people suffering alone. Where is the church? Where is the church? Where is the church? I I, I want to submit to you, maybe the church is on that bypass, trying to get more people so we can build bigger buildings so we can get more people. Are y'all hearing me? Where is the church? Pastor becoming CEO. Turning away from shepherding the flock. Where is the church? It's Turning into a nursing home for Christians rather than a hospital for sinners. Where? Where is the church? I know y'all ain't shouting this morning. I know. Ain't nobody saying amen too much this morning. This ain't one of them kind of sermons. We, 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 we are taking the bypass. We're taking the bypass. While people are living and dying in streets, when people are dying in the business district, the church is taking the bypass. While crime is running rampant and while families are falling apart, the church is taking the bypass. While our children are being targeted by killer cops, the church remains on the bypass. And please know all police ain't bad. But I wish the good ones would do a better job of policing the bad ones. I I, I just wish you see my brothers and my sisters this text is tailored to teach us that the church can't get so caught up in getting from point A to point B uh, in getting from earth to glory that we can't go into the business district every now and then. Well, y'all hear me? The Lord did not save us. The Lord did not save us so that we would end up in heaven. Well, y'all hear me? He didn't save us just so that we will end up in heaven. He saved us to make a difference in this world. Not to go around it, but to go through it. And as you go through it, to make a difference in this world. And in order to do that, you've got to find an exit, get off this bypass, and go down into the business district. Got to take an exit, go down into the business I'm not sure... That, 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 that for a moment, God has shut down the bypass and flung us back into the business district. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that God, just for a moment, has just sort of shut the bypass down and caused us to have to go back into our neighborhoods, go back yeah, uh, around the people that we live around. God helped the church to find its way back into the business district. Help us to follow your lead, Jesus. Help us to follow your lead. Jesus, I want to thank you for not avoiding the business district. I want to thank you for not avoiding the business. I heard, Matter of fact, I heard you say, I must be about my father's business. You see, my brothers and sisters, the reason I thank God for Jesus is because that's where I was. Y'all ain't hearing me. He he didn't find me in the church. Y'all ain't hearing me. He, he he didn't find me. Yeah, yeah. In the pulpit. Yeah, yeah. Where was I? He found me sinking deep. No, he found me sunk deep in sin. Y'all ain't hearing me. Deep in sin, far from the peace. I was in the business district. I was down there all by myself. Couldn't help myself, crying, pass me not. Oh, gentle Savior. Hear my humble cry while on the others thou art calling. Please don't pass me by. Jesus, I thank you. I thank you today that you didn't take the bypass. I thank you that you did not pass me by, but you picked me up. Y'all ain't hearing me. You picked me up and you turned me around. You took my cross. And put it on your shoulder. Are y'all hearing me? Took my cross, put it on your shoulder. Suffered and bled and died for me. Died on an old rugged cross. Yes, I died for my sins. Died for the sins of the world. Laid in a of tomb, but I'm glad. I'm glad that it didn't stop there. I'm glad that early Sunday morning, right early Sunday morning, you, you got up. With all power, I thank God that you left your place in glory to come into the business district to get me, to get all of us. And let me just say to the church of a living God, use this time wisely. Use this time wisely. The doors, I met a man at the store this morning who came and he was I think he was trying to make a political statement, but he was saying, yeah, the churches all got closed down. And he was telling me what party closed them. I said, I don't know where you live, but where I live, the church ain't closed down. (laughs) Building shut, but church is not closed down. And we just got to learn to be the church wherever we, wherever we are. Church, let's use this time wisely. Let's use this time to go into the highways and into the hedges. Let's allow God to use us to do out there what we would never do if we were sitting up in here. Now is the time for God to use us, not just to do church, but to be church. We'll be back together in a minute. We'll be back together in a minute, but I pray that when we come, we're going to bring others with us. Jesus, keep me near the cross. There. A precious fountain. And it's free. To all the healing stream. That flows from Calvary's mountain. Let me just speak to you today. Wherever you are. Wherever you are. I want you to know that Jesus came. For you. Tattered and torn. Torn feel like you don't have a friend in the world but Jesus came for you and it did not come to pass you by he came to deliver you he came to turn life around for you but you must turn it right now yourself you have an opportunity to to call on him the word of God says that I will confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus Believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. He'll turn life around for you right now. All you have to do is yield to him and say, I yield, I yield. Right now, just say, I believe that. I believe that he died for me. He'll save you right now. Come now.
1: Jesus, me. Oh, <laughs>
0: Hope that you have been blessed by the Word of God. If today has been that day that you heard this message and have decided that you need to make a change, have decided that you desire to be saved, it is my prayer that this day, just because you said, I do, because you have yielded His will and His way, if you've done that today, if you have believed on him today you are saved and what i need you to do now is i need you to find yourself a bible-based bible-believing church i need you to go to that pastor and tell them what has happened today and tell them you desire you need to be a part of a fellowship you need to be in a church and as i continually say my prayer is that that would be salem but if it's not salem you need to be in a church Find yourself a church and become connected to the body of Christ. Again, let me just thank all who continually, faithfully show up. Uh, our music team, our minister music, and thank the men, the male, male praise team for coming today and giving the other praise team a little relief. Thank you all. Thank you continually. To my membership. <laughs> Amen, all two of you. <laughs> thank you so much for just showing up and being so faithful to get everything going. Let me just thank God for our sound and our video team. Uh, you all do know, you all do know that none of this is possible if we don't have a team up there working. And I just want to take the time to thank them for their faithfulness and just being in place so that we can all of this is possible. Let's continue to pray for those who are sick among us. Continue to lift them up in prayer. I do ask this week a special prayer for Sister Bev. Sister Bev is going to have a surgical procedure on Thursday. And I just need to know that the church family is praying. She's fine. She's fine. Uh, She's going to be okay. And I just want everybody just do us all good to know that everybody is praying. I don't think she's really as worried about the surgery as she is about this time that we're living in, and the fact that I can't go with her. Now she's worrying about that. Not worrying about it too. Ain't use to lying about it. I, I really desire to be there with her, but where things are going, uh, I won't be able to be there with her. But I guarantee you, I'll be in the parking lot. And I, I believe that by the time she gets through with them, they'll, they'll let me in there. <laughs> amen, amen. God bless you and God keep you is our prayer. This is our communion day. And we want now to observe the Lord's Supper because this is where it all begins for us. Not only is this where it all begins, this is where it all ends for us right around this table. And I'm gonna ask now that Deacon Haynes will come and assist and ask that he would come and lead us in prayer. Let us pray. Our Father and our God, Great is thy faithfulness unto us. Heavenly Father, we just thank you now for this time. We thank you for these emblems, the bread which represents your body, the wine that represents your blood. Now, Heavenly Father, let us be worthy of these emblems. We love you for, for all that you do for us. But then, Heavenly Father, help us not to take it lightly. We love you, and we adore your Son taking our place. Heavenly Father, we just ask that you just continue to bless us and lead us to higher heights. In the name of Jesus, do we pray and ask it all. Amen.
1: Wait. It gives me strength.
0: Jesus was betrayed he took bread and after he had given thanks broke bread and said this is my body given for you take and eat all of it after which he took the cup says this is the new covenant The New Testament in my blood. Take and drink, ye all of it. And as often as you do this, you do show the Lord's death until he comes. My brothers and my sisters, we live in the comforting assurance that Jesus is coming back. The same Jesus who went away is coming again in like manner. My prayer is that when he comes, he finds his church in remembrance of all that he has done. This is our period of fellowship. And you probably have more people around you at home than we have here. But it's still fellowship time. What I desire for you to do is right there in your home. I want you just to grab hands with everybody at your house, whoever's in the house, whoever's around, just hold, this is fellowship time. And I just want you to hold their hands, and I want you to begin to thank God that you have a hand to hold. It's fellowship time. Yes, it's mama, daddy, sister, brother, auntie, uncle, but it's bigger than that. We are tied together. We're tied together through the love of Jesus as brothers and sisters. So right now, just grab your family hand, grab somebody in the house. Yeah. I I, we may not do that here. I don't know right here. We got to find new ways of doing things. But you all been in the house together all week. So you can just grab somebody's hand. You'll be all right. Blessed be the tie that binds our hearts in Christian love.
1: Blessed be the tie that binds us in great love. love.
0: his holy spirit rest rule and abide with us now henceforth and forevermore let us all
1: say oh